0: to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome everybody to a special bonus edition of Earth Oddity Podcast. We've got John Long here. I'm here. And, you know, here a while back, our audio got messed up, it got corrupted, and... Uh, we left our. That's right. Yeah, we didn't have an episode. We didn't that have an time. episode. Well, right. we're totally making your for fault, it this by the way. Just to bring it up again. Yeah. <laughs> well, it may have been my fault, but I distinctly remember you taking credit. Yeah, I did. So it really is your fault. Yes, it's my fault. <laughs> oh, on paper, it's yes. my fault. Yeah, right. Yes, but we have a very special episode. Extremely. Uh, to, well, this week, yeah, we got a bonus episode featuring some fellow podcasters that we met through Facebook. Yeah. We have Francisco Ruiz and John, the master interrupter powers of the retro rewind
1: podcast.
0: Yeah. Well, say hello guys. His
2: name's Paul. Yeah. But my middle's name is John. So there you go. That's all right. Got got Two apostles. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All
1: right.
3: Hey guys, thanks for having us on your show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're glad to have y'all. Two of the coolest guys that we've met, uh, have a really great podcast, the retro rewind podcast. Uh, where they review old uh, movies and video games. They got like Twitch streams. They got all kind of technological stuff that You're I don't You're saying understand. that they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're totally <laughs> way more professional <laughs> than we are.
2: Yeah, uh, Not by much, Yeah, not if by any.
0: Much. Yeah, no, no, they're great. They're, they're good mm-hmm. guys. So we want everyone yeah. who listens to us to go and download, subscribe to everything they have. Um, oh, wow. It's uh, really a requirement to be a listener <laughs> of our podcast is that you have to be a listener of theirs from now on. But you now but now, if you don't do it, that doesn't mean you have to quit listening to our show. No, we're no, not going to kick you out of no. But we're going to talk about you behind your back. Behind your back. You yeah. don't know about it. Yeah, right. But we're totally going to. Yeah.
3: Right. But definitely listen to our Hunchback of Notre Dame episode where yes. uh, Tiny and John were on our show to talk about that Disney 1996 Disney film. And it was a lot That's of right. fun having you guys on.
0: Thank you so yeah. much. Because what two authorities about Disney are you going to get out of all of the podcasting community than me and Tiny? Yeah, so I, true. It,
3: it, it's it's you guys are at the top of the list for sure.
0: That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone knows we're the Disney guys. Yes, we look Covering like a couple French of. Show. Yeah, right. We look like Disney characters. Well, anyway, <laughs> the uh, the idea for this show was since their show is so nostalgic, And since it focuses on uh, movies and video games that are 15 years or older, Mm -hmm. the idea for this show was to do retro news stories. Okay. Because, you know, it's 2018, but not all the odd stuff that's ever happened on the planet is happening in 2018. There is tons and tons of stuff. As long as humans have been on Earth, there has been odd wild stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go retro. We're going to talk about some, maybe some, uh, some news stories that you haven't heard before. Yeah, they haven't been posted on your Facebook feed <laughs> yes. already. So yeah, yeah. We're now we, we don't have the keys to a time machine like they have over on the Retro no, Rewind podcast. Yeah, but we we got my uncle working on the time machine <laughs> yes. in the front yard of his trailer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it hasn't got
1: quite finished yet.
0: It, but it's not a DeLorean. No, it's a El it's, Camino.
1: Yeah, it's seventy six. <laughs> and it El may or Camino. may not have an armadillo living
0: in the trunk <laughs> or the bed. Yeah. But yeah. uh, we're trying to got to get some new <laughs> tires for it. Got to clean out the carburetor, but it should be going for too long. And so uh,
2: the rust there too.
0: That's right. So we got some good stories. Who who wants to lead off?
2: I could start it
0: out for you yeah, if you would like. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I'm going to go way back to 1954 to our home state here of Alabama. Now, Paul is from California. Is that yes, correct? Los
2: Angeles area. Los correct. Angeles.
0: Okay, I've heard of that. It uh, Seems to be a, a something. City of
2: Angels. I don't know if it's Fallen Angels, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and Francisco's from Portland, where my cousins live, by the way. I didn't even bring that up. Yeah, they live out there, too. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm not from Uh, here, but I live here now.
0: Yeah, they're from Michigan originally, too. So they're not like as redneck as I am. They're actually really (laughs) probably two of the coolest people I've ever known. But anyways, uh, so we're going back to Alabama to a lovely little place in Alabama called Sylacauga in the year of 1954. Silicaga's is over in Talladega County. Um, You guys may have heard of the Talladega 500 NASCAR race, but probably not because you have a life and you're not rednecks. And
3: I also pronounce it Talladega. So. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. All is, right. Is that with uh, Bobby and uh, Ricky Bobby? Yeah, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, Ricky Bobby.
2: Yeah, Ricky Bobby. Yes. yeah. okay. I'm,
3: I'm sure you're pronouncing it more correctly, John. It's just like I had no idea what you're talking about, and then I realized, oh, wait, I just say, I say it differently. <laughs>
0: That was yeah, so it's it's different, you know. I, people in Alabama actually produce pronounce it both ways. So, but Anne, uh, Anne Hodges here is the only confirmed person in history to ever be hit by a meteorite. What? Wow. Yeah. Oh my so god. At 19- The chances. Oh, oh. Wait, was it
2: frozen poo? Because I heard that could be a misconstrued. This is
0: 1954. So I don't know what the flying situation was, but I don't imagine there were too many flight paths over Silicaga, Alabama at that time. (laughs) I mean, there's probably Uh, not a whole heck of a lot now. Right. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So on a clear afternoon in 1954, Anne was napping on her couch. Uh, She was covered up by quilts uh, with a softball-sized hunk of black rock broke through the ceiling, bounced off a radio, and hit her in the thigh, leaving a pineapple-shaped bruise. Yeah, no word whether she put that bruise on a pizza. Uh, Anne's <laughs> story is particularly rare because most meteorites usually fall into the ocean or strike one of the Earth's vast remote places, uh, according to Michael Reynolds, who's a Florida State College astronomer. Knows way more about that stuff than I do. But as he says, think about... Think about how many people have lived throughout human history. Mm-hmm. You have a better chance of getting hit by lightning, being in a tornado, and a hurricane all at the same time than getting hit by a meteorite. Oh, wow. my yeah. gosh. Yes. So, uh, uh,
3: Did she play the yeah. lotto Ray right after that?
0: Right. Yes, yeah, she should have. Of course, it's <laughs> Alabama. We don't have the lotto, but whatever. It's <laughs> <'cause> 2018. <laughs> we don't have it. Uh, <laughs> Before the meteorite slammed into Ann's living room, people in Sylacauga and across eastern Alabama reported seeing a bright reddish light like a Roman candle trailing smoke. We're familiar with Roman candles yeah. here in Alabama. you guys know Roman candles, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You can pretty much buy, like, mortars in oh Alabama. My gosh. <laughs> like, actual you know, like left over from the National You Guard. can be 10 years old and buy more years. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can oh, reach wow. the counter with your money, they'll sell you whatever. <laughs>
2: yeah, and oh, it's for Paul, not there. for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: They'll get some cigarettes in there. Yeah. And a, and a jar of moonshine.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so the others saw a fireball, uh, like a gigantic welding heart, accompanied by tremendous explosions in a brown cloud. A government geologist was working in a nearby quarry because, as you guys may probably don't know, Silicaga is one of the largest, or at one time, one of the largest marble producers in the, definitely the southeastern United States, um, and produces beautiful white marble. Can't find it in too many different places. And so this guy, this geologist was working over there and they called him to the scene and he declared it a meteorite. Uh, but not everybody in town was so sure. Of course, there's always skeptics. They thought right. that a plane had crashed or the Soviets yeah. had done something. <laughs> this is just, you know, middle of the Cold War.
2: I would have thought, yeah, the meteorite coming from space would have left a bigger hole in the ground rather than just a pineapple imprint on somebody's thigh. Yeah. yeah and it's amazing yeah.
1: she survived.
0: Yeah. yeah. Maybe a yeah. hole in
2: the leg, I would think. No. Those I mean, quilts. This she a- had
0: quilts on. Maybe they were Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a meteorite. I mean, it killed all the dinosaurs. True. <laughs> <laughs> This lady walks right. away with a pineapple-shaped dream, <laughs> you know. Uh, maybe the dinosaurs were just kind of wimps. Yes, or maybe she's uh, a
3: superhero and can absorb that type of impact.
0: Hey, right. right. have yeah. you ever seen Meteor Man?
3: Oh Ooh. no, was, was it
0: Eddie Murphy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got he got hit by a meteor. That's and right. He got powers. He got he superpowers. Could, he could touch a book and know everything about uh-huh. it for thirty seconds. So yeah. he like touched a karate book and beat everybody yeah. up. That's right. Yeah. So,
3: what uh, well, is this woman doing now? We need to find well, this out.
0: that's what say. Uh, she's a superhero. <laughs> she's, she's coming up in the next Marvel film. <laughs> what happened is that uh, they, they ended up turning the meteorite over to the Air Force to get it, to make sure it wasn't something from the Soviets, uh, a leftover piece of a spaceship or whatever. Or have, like, space germs. On yeah. yeah. Get everybody's space yeah. cancer. And the Air Force confirmed it was a meteorite. And uh, the public demanded that she get the meteorite back. Yeah, And uh, and she said, you know, I think the meteorite's mine. I think God intended it for me. After all, it hit me. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Which, you know, <laughs> we you can't wait?
2: reason the ways of God, but I that's a sure. pretty solid evidence. Yeah. Didn't it hit the house first? It did. So, doesn't radio. it belong with the house? <laughs> well, all right, we're getting into that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay.
0: So Ann and her husband, Eugene, were renters, and their uh-huh. landlady was a recently widowed woman named Birdie Guy. And she wanted the meteorite for herself, so she did what every of the American thing to do. She lawyered up and sued them.
1: Of course.
0: And uh, she claimed the rock was hers since it had fallen on her property and was actually a But the public, of course, was not. And you get some people mad in Alabama (laughs) and things happen. There'll be stands and schoolhouse doors and all kinds <laughs> of stuff. A guy, uh, but anyways, this guy ended up settling out of court and sold the meteorite back to him for $500. Oh, and the, wow. cup, the that couple, that's a deal. That's a steal that of a deal. Is a deal. Yeah. They were convinced they were going to make big money off the rock. Like, Hey, come to Silicon and see the meteorite that uh-huh. hit, hit, you know, hit me while I was laying on the couch, but no one really got yeah. into that. So Anne later suffered a nervous breakdown in 1964, so mm-hmm. 10 years later. Uh, her and her husband separated, and then she died in 70, 1972 of kidney failure in a nursing hall. Oh. oh. Yeah. So Man. the meteorite's been turned over to the Natural History Museum. Uh, oh. It also says in the article that they turned down an offer from the Smithsonian for it. Like, the Smithsonian was like, hey, we'll buy this. And
2: they're like, oh. No. Nah. No, we're good. We're gonna uh,
0: we're gonna make money on our own. But but then it didn't. Yeah, it didn't pan out for. Out. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I wouldn't touch it because it might give me kidney failure. That's, right. <laughs> yeah, That's yes. a good point. Yes, and
0: ha- and cause you to have a nervous breakdown. Yeah, or she's, kill all the dinosaurs. Yeah, she's got a, it's got a picture over here in the bed. Now she's a big woman. She's got some girth <laughs> on her. And
2: uh oh, she, so she had a little protection layer. Right. That's yeah. why but
0: she's got a big old bruise on her. No joke. Uh, but yeah, she she had she had some insulation, you know. But that's a big old bruise. We'll put I, that in the show notes. I tell you what, I, I don't fear meteorites the way I used to. No, after seeing that. No, I guess it depends on the size of the meteorite. You know, that's true. You know, and it, the, five the pound. It, it hitting. True. Yeah. Well, you'd be all right. <laughs> I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You'd be good. You could yeah. take two or three. Bring it on, meteorites. Yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. Don't end <laughs> up Lord.
2: <laughs> and this has been the only confirmed case, because I remember as a kid in the 80s hearing about a guy that was jog, or maybe it was a woman, just jogging, minding her own business, and then getting struck in the head and killed while jogging, and it was like a meteorite hitter, but, and then it was, it was, it was to tell me like, hey, you never know what's going to happen, so, you know, live uh-huh. life to the fullest, but well, maybe it's just that, one of those old wives tales. <laughs>
0: yeah. If you can believe them. Right, yeah. According to National Geographic, of course, I don't know if Trump's put them on the fake news list yet. <laughs> uh, they say it's the only reported case. Okay. Yeah, So that's that's uh, that's the story of Ann Anne Hodges, whose doctor's name was Moody Jacobs. Like I said, it was a really great name. Um, and uh, she got hit by a meteorite while taking a nap. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the story to tell for a long time. Yeah. Too bad she died, because I would still be talking about right. it if yeah. I was her. Yeah. I'd be like, y'all remember that time I got hit by a meteorite? <laughs> you know, and her like grandkids be. Yeah, like that it? buddy that one-ups you on a story all the time. He's like always, you know, like you tell something, he's one up, and everybody. You just sit back waiting for your turn. And you're just like, I got hit by a meteorite. And that pretty much <laughs> trumps anything you've ever said in your life. Pretty much. I'm the only person in human history to be hit by one. So mm. suck on that with your story of going to New York City or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah. You won the Super Bowl. So what? Many other people have, too. That's right.
0: Yes. I tell you what hasn't happened. That's Somebody right. got hit by a meteorite. Guess what, Tom Brady? You <laughs> haven't got hit by a meteorite yet. Put that in your pipe and oh
1: smoke Wow. Uh.
0: Well. Well. Uh, that's that's a crazy story. It is pretty wild. Um, let's go to our guest. When do y'all want to? Uh, yeah, see if you can top
3: that. I, well, I have one that's kind of has some parallels with that. Both mm-hmm. it's sad, and th- this time it is the Soviets to blame. Oh, and this is Bambi is killed. So this takes place in Moscow.
2: To- I think I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, like mother, like son. <laughs> exactly. So, Is this Bambi 2 electric boogaloo? Not
3: quite. <laughs> I'll search tell you, for
2: more deer meat. I,
3: I looked up <laughs> this actual movie, and we'll talk about that after I read the story if you'd like. But uh, the two, ma- two men preparing a birthday feast killed and ate three fawns who were playing the parts of Bambi and his friends in a movie called Bambi's Childhood. A Soviet newspaper said <laughs> the crime resulted in a lengthy delay in filming and caused huge moral damage, quote unquote, to right. thousands of children who were mm. anxiously awaiting the movie's completion. Said the newspaper, "Rural Life." Uh, police in the Crimean city of Simferopol nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> were called to to set where the Yalta Film Studio was filming Bambi's childhood last uh, November second, and this was in nineteen eighty five. Is this comes from 1985 the year that marty went back to back in time because <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone had stolen 3 of the 4 fawns being used in the film the paper said uh, police later arrested a marinovsky 40 and o ivanov ivanakov 22 and charged nice. him with stealing the animals and slaughtering them to celebrate a birthday feast for ikatov the paper said uh ivankov was sentenced to 6 years in har- at hard labor which wow. i'm sure he died in no i don't know While uh Marnovsky was given 4 years in g- a general regime labor camp the paper said in the tuesday edition mm. so that's tough yeah
2: wow. i mean wait did they were they hunting without a license is that why
3: no they, they stole them that's, that's okay. the impression I got. They just stole... just can't steal
0: a deer and kill it.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Not in Russia. Yeah, not in Russia. In Russia?
3: Russia
0: Soviet <laughs> Russia.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, in Russia, no. deer kill you.
3: <laughs> now, now, guys, I thought, you know, what? how how true could this story be? Because it was like Weekly World News this. So I'm like, I don't know. Okay. But I looked up Bambi's childhood to see mm-hmm. what came up on YouTube, and you can actually watch in oh, Russian... Wow full hour and a half something bambi's childhood the trippiest thing about this is it starts off with kind of that fake you know uh you're watching animals and you the the camera's on the animal and there's a someone talking as if they're the voice Mm -hmm. before he had the cool cg where the mouth moves Mm -hmm. and so there's some of that for about the first i don't know 20 minutes and then you see a fawn going toward a waterfall and there's no there's no subtitle so i'm guessing at what's happening but then it sort of fades and you see the fawn become a boy and then it's the apparently the boy is the Bambi and you see just the rest of the movie is the humans playing the parts of the the animals so
0: it's a human boy playing <laughs>
3: The, yes, the de- yes, you do oh, see the the deer, what? deer to begin with, but then yeah, it changes. He, he morphs into a man or a boy. <laughs> yeah, and I then later that on, you movie's
2: see... weirder than the story. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> and later... well, the weird thing to me is that uh, Disney allowed them to get away with like stealing their, <laughs> well, their
2: well, like, doesn't mean that
0: uh, the Russians yeah. aren't too worried yeah, about the yeah,
3: oh, yeah right yeah
2: probably not <laughs> international copyright is so <laughs> tricky, but, I mean, especially
0: back then when they were were you know, discussing, you know,
2: yeah. possibly annihilating right. each other. Right. So, well, yeah. but I
0: mean, that when, once the mouse gets mad, I mean, it's hard. <laughs> oh, he's out for blood. Mickey yeah. doesn't like losing money. <laughs> that's There's true. one thing that's true, <laughs> that Mickey is on top of the books, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to let anybody take a cut of his pie.
1: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> man. Well, Poor that Brandy. was very
0: interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I'll take one right All now. All right, and this is one that everybody has heard about, Ooh. at least, well, everybody in our age group, but maybe <laughs> some of the young bucks around haven't heard of this.
3: Ozzie oh, Osborne. why you gotta bring up the bucks, man? <laughs> uh, <they died>.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, since we're talking about uh, animal cruelty, <laughs> <laughs> did you know that uh, famous rocker and reality TV star uh, Ozzy Osbourne? He uh, once bit the head off a bat, that's
2: right. I always heard about that. you all remember
1: that?
2: Yeah. I don't remember I remember I remember growing up hearing like, Oh, it's true. Oh no, it isn't. Oh right. yes it is. Yeah, there was a big debate back in the day. And even Ozzy denied it at for a year's a period of years. But mm, then
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. This uh this comes from USA Today. Uh Ozzie Osbourne bit the head off a bat thirty three years ago tonight, which now this article was uh On January 20th, 2015, so I guess 36 years now. 36, yeah. 36 years. It starts off, it's one of the greatest and most gruesome legends of rock and roll lore, and it happens to be true, mostly anyway. During a January 20th, 1982 concert in Des Moines, Iowa, singer Ozzy Osbourne stuck a bat in his mouth and chomped down on his head. Okay. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, no. According to the forthcoming uh, biography, which uh, Bike Sabbath Symphony of the Universe, uh, I'm probably out by now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> you probably go find it. Yeah. If you're interested. Uh, Osborne thought it was a toy bat until his wings started flapping. Ooh, I'm gosh. assuming after he's chomped down on it because I'm not going to see his wings flap and then eat it. Right. But anyway, it says either way, the bat's head came off in Osborne's mouth after the show.
1: So he finished the show much. But- oh, yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's a tyre like cocaine fueled
1: (laughs) rage.
2: (laughs) Yeah, to him, him, that's just an Eminem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is a
1: lovely Eminem. Oh, so good. (laughs) Sharon!
2: (laughs) After
0: the show, he went to a local hospital for rabies shots. Alive mm. or dead, the bat wasn't the first animal to lose its head in Osborne's teeth. Now, get this. This is another story. What? But just a year before that, in a meeting with yeah, CBS Birds executives, yes. he bit the heads off not one, but two oh, live wow. doves.
4: Oh, my
2: gosh. <laughs> yes. I thought Mike Tyson was the bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it says that uh, the guy who did his biography writes that Osborne had planned to end his appearance at the meeting. By releasing three live doves into the air,
1: which that's kind
0: of <laughs> weird. Like you're, you're yeah. Like if we sign a contract with somebody and we're just going to release doves when it's over. <laughs>
3: Is like John Woo filming this? John this thing, uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, I guess he got he's, hungry. Yeah, during the start. meeting. He's yeah. like,
3: oh. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs>
0: that's what he'd been planning. But he got drunk. That's most of these things involved. No, that'll alcohol. happen. That'll happen. Uh, he got drunk before the meeting, and then he got upset with a PR person from the label. He says that he pulled out one of the doves and bit its head off just to shut it up. Oh, then I did it again with the next dove, spitting its head out on the table. And that's when they threw him out. So,
2: well, you know, so, Ozzy Osbourne
0: back in the back in the eighties, he liked biting the heads off stuff. So yeah.
2: that's how you get out of corporate meetings. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yes,
0: that's true. <laughs> like, how drunk do you have to get to be like biting the head off of a bird? Drunk. You
2: know, because it won't shut up, yeah, right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I had a friend who had a bird that was like that. You know, it would just tweet all the time, but he didn't bite his head off. No, No. and I was drunk over there a few times, but I never thought about it. (laughs) I
3: wonder if you you have something against flying creatures. I mean, it's a bat and bird, yeah, nothing (laughs) landlocked.
0: Ozzy's got it out for for uh, I can't remember the like scientific name for av avi- or aviaries.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah, yeah,
0: aviaries.
2: It's hard for me to catch flies, let alone birds.
0: <laughs> 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 that just seems like such a rock star thing to do though, to bring <laughs> yeah, doves to totally. your, yeah. yeah your meeting, and you're going to like release them when it's over with. Yeah, that was probably like a cocaine-induced <laughs> <noose> decision too. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Like, two guys just, like, doing rails one night, and they're like, you know what we should do is sign our next contract. Man, we need to bring some doves and let them loose, man. That'll be great. Everybody will love it, you know? What if you do this? What if next time you're in a meeting with some executives or somebody, you bring in, like, a cute little puppy, and you tell them, like, hey, do you like this puppy? Because <laughs> this puppy's future depends on what you say in this meeting. <laughs> I've got a
2: meteor that I will throw
0: at its leg. I may try that in our in our Tuesday senior management meeting <laughs> to see what happens. Yeah, will yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: be good. it might be good. Let yeah, yeah. the listeners know what happens. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we will. I want to
1: know.
0: Now, I will tell you this though, as your friend, you need to take up all cell phones before you do
1: this. <laughs> you yeah. Get on the internet. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, everybody put their cell phones in this basket, right? <laughs> oh oh nice. man! Oh. all right. That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: what you got?
2: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of crazies, this one's titled Leonardo de Toenail. Ooh. This comes from March 1980. Multiple female students at Southern California University, so that's right around where my area is mm-hmm. complained that someone had surreptitiously painted their toenails as they were studying in the library. <laughs> How do you <laughs> do not know that right I don't know. Police dubbed the perpetrator Leonardo de toenail. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> a man was eventually apprehended carrying 15 bottles of fingernail polish (laughs) no not this color no not this (laughs) but let let him go because police hadn't caught him in the act there you go circumstantial evidence your honor (laughs) he's still at
0: large so what carrying around a bunch of nail polish that's against the law yeah that's right yeah Yeah. (laughs)
2: So okay, it goes on. Unable to stop himself, he was caught painting women's toenails again the following year, wow. and this time was ordered to a hearing at the city attorney's office. But he never showed up and was never seen again. Wow. <laughs> he just he just uh, ghosted. He's, he booked he's it. Still out there. Yeah. Oh, God. he's
1: <laughs>
3: Maybe maybe so. he's trying to form a team with other painters like Raphael michelangelo dons hello oh
2: so he's got well, the toenails go. other yes. people have like the fingernails you know, and, and i, I maybe
3: yeah yeah exactly oh, yes wow. i like that
2: yeah interesting yes
3: yeah i
0: don't think that's like a i mean i know people are weird and
1: everybody's <laughs> got
0: their things that they enjoy in life but uh painting another person's toenails he needs to get a PR person and just you know this this should have been said. Hey, free pedicures. Yeah, know, right. I'm, right. master, exactly. Yeah, I am. You know, Leonardo de toenail master pedicure. <laughs> I was about to say he could <laughs>
2: charge and you know get a <laughs> yeah. little lunch money or something. Yeah, that's
0: not about. It. That's like you know if you're like one of the foot guys, you know I, I know there are foot guys out there have stumbled across some stuff on the <laughs> yeah. internet. Why? What
3: do you mean, John? What is this <laughs> like, foot guy you speak of? <laughs>
0: But like if you're in defeat, and uh I feel like you know getting a job at Payless Shoe Store or something like that is like right up your alley. That's like what you should do for the rest of your life. You know, and this guy would be perfect to do pedicures, manicures, all yeah. that, and paint people's toenails and but, make a little coin. So but this if, guy
1: prefers like the ninja touch. So he wants yeah. to get uh, in without the, Oh yeah, that,
0: yeah, like an added element of excitement. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Interesting. I was
0: going to say, my wife used to, uh, you know, kiss and stuff downstairs, and her parents would be upstairs, and was always, like, you know, on edge. Oh, like they would we we walk in get, and see us kissing. Yeah, and... like, her dad's going to, like, slit my throat and bury me <laughs> into, like, 400 acres behind his house. It makes it a little more exciting. So maybe I, maybe I understand what Mr. Toenails going through here.
2: Wait, wait, wait. He was never caught. How old are you again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never been to Southern California. Uh-huh, that's that what they all of. say. <laughs> I have receipts to back it up. <laughs> Since this guy was never caught again, maybe he like sought out like ninja training. Yeah, why What if he's still yeah. painting people's toenails oh, yeah. today and they don't even know it or something? Yeah. Just like look down a couple of days later, and
1: you're like, huh, oh, what did I do about toenails? That'd
0: make a good comic book, I think.
1: Yeah.
3: On the next episode
0: so.
1: of Criminal <laughs> Minds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a CSI episode. Yeah. But, uh, they call him Leonardo <sighs> Dead Toadale. I didn't like that. Who song comes on? That's, that's actually, yeah, <laughs> actually cool. Actually cool. All right, you got another one. I got, I got another one. I got several right here. You just want me to roll on with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got some from 1830 here. They're all really. Oh wow! Short. Yeah. 1830, man. <laughs> yeah. I,
3: didn't
0: well, I mean, you said retro. That's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. The following was a fatal recipe for a dinner date reported in the Northampton Mercury in September of 1830. Mrs. Shaw, wife of Thomas Shaw, uh, a mercer and a draper, boiled a leg of mutton for her family in a saucepan, which had some days previously been used to boil arsenic for the purpose of destroying vermin. Um, Yeah. When the dinner was prepared, Mrs. Shaw sent part of the broth to a young man who was unwell, and partook of some herself. The Reverend John Hughes, who is a Wesleyan minister, was called in and invited to dinner too. He and Mrs. Shaw sat down and were in the act of eating when Mrs. Shaw was suddenly taken ill and, as the use previously made of the saucepan in which she had prepared the broth, returned to her mind she desired them to eat no more. The unfortunate woman lingered in great pain until Saturday evening when she expired.
1: Oh, so,
0: yeah. I mean... You gotta, you gotta three step wash your pots and pans, you know, from being in the restaurant business, you gotta sanitize them. You put put some arsenic in it. So, and I don't know if you guys have heard, I think I've told Tiny before, I've once been drenched from head to toe in arsenic laden. Uh agricultural chemicals oh. yeah and i feel like that's the secret to my health like it may be strong but <laughs> well, one day i'll probably die of cancer but i was so about far, to say I'm you afraid. know
2: how to test that
0: now yeah. just
2: get a meteorite and throw it at yourself
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> long, yeah <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. but i was thought, you know like i guess at the time maybe you didn't realize uh mm-hmm. like cross-contamination and all that and yeah. you were like man you know, like whoever the kid did it, say whoever the kid, she took some broth to how he's doing. Yeah, right? I guess he didn't make it too well, but uh, you're like, hey, man, this is some tasty mutton, well, you know, that we got here. This is, this is pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah. And well, apparently John Hughes lived a long time because he was making movies in the oh, 1980s. Gosh.
1: Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> That's right. Some classics. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, anyways, I thought that was interesting. Not the yeah. best story, but still... Not very uplifting, but <laughs> if you're out there and you're boiling arsenic to kill vermin in your house, uh, that you might,
1: might
0: yeah. want to use a different pan. That may should be the arsenic pan. Yes, it, it does do all label it's that
3: pan. Yes. Yeah, right. But
0: humanity has progressed to this point because we have learned lessons right, yes. from those who have come they before us. They paved the way. And, you
2: yeah. know, didn't you? So don't go over to your neighbor's house. They might have (laughs) used the paint for arsenic. (laughs) So you're
3: saying the label maker was invented right out of this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. As
0: a direct result. Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Definitely. Oh man. Well, I've got a quick one right here. Um, have you guys ever heard of the Dover Demon? No. No. Oh man, this is a not a. A super well-known cryptid, but this happened in the 1970s in Dover, Massachusetts. This bizarre tale begins at 10.32 p.m. on April 21st, as three 17-year-olds, Bill Bartlett, Mike Mascala, and Andy Brody, are driving north on Farm Street. I'm sure we all know where Farm Street is in Dover, Massachusetts. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Been there all the time.
0: Uh, Bartlett, who was behind the wheel of a Volkswagen, says he spotted something creeping along the low wall of loose stones on the left side of the road. At first, he thought it was a dog or a cat until his headlights shined on it, and he realized it was something he had never seen before. Now, this creature that he saw, he says it kind of resembled an alien and had like the, the spooky red, but they were like glowing red eyes and, hmm, uh, you know, cabra. I was about <laughs> to say this drawing that he did of it, it's not that impressive. It looks more like a monkey to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and anyway, let me scroll back down here to where I was said that the figure slowly turned its head and it stared into his lights uh it had glassy lidless eyes shining brightly like two orange marbles its watermelon shaped head resting at the top of a thin neck that the rest of its body was you know about a look slightly larger than its head
1: my mm,
0: um, <laughs> yeah kind of sort of yeah kind of like gollum. yeah but anyway so you know they they called police Around midnight, there was a 15-year-old kid named John Baxter. He was leaving his girlfriend Kathy Cronin's house at the south end of Miller Road.
2: Sure he was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He was walking up the street half an hour later, and he saw the same thing. Oh. And then later, golly, I can't find it. Anyway, somebody else saw it too, so that's the interesting Man. thing was that there was three different sets of people who mm-hmm. saw they all were same. they were all teenagers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there were three separate sets of people who saw this uh, alien monkey thing hanging out <laughs> on this same road, and it has since become known as the Dover Demon.
3: Huh. So but, what? Uh, party... That's a good high school football
0: mascot, by the way. <laughs> it would, high school mascot, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The Dover Demons. The Dover Demons. Oh yeah, yeah I like that.
3: So what party were they all at that they were covering each other
0: for? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. We're all missing curfew and the cop showed up busted this party. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a very good point. I feel like you could probably make up better excuses than hey, I saw a, oh, alien that's a good monkey. point.
1: That's a good point.
0: <laughs> it, well, you know, sometimes I found that the more outrageous you go with an excuse, the better it is. You know, mm-hmm. like you can show up late for work and say, "Yeah, sorry guys, I had trouble dropping my kids off." But it's nothing like, "Hey, there was an eighteen wheel that turned over and it was fire, and I had to save somebody." And people like, "Oh
1: my goodness!" You know, and then
0: I got hit by a yeah, right? And then a meteorite hit me.
1: Yes, yes, right. Yeah, man. But it is
0: interesting. I, yeah. Again. I think the uh, the easiest explanation for this is uh, teenagers having fun. Yeah, sure, probably. Sure. But uh, it makes for a good story. Sure, it is kind of neat that three separate groups of people saw this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah right. You know, have, uh, have, you know, Sleepy Hollow in Fayette. You know uh, that? uh wait, in Fayette. Yeah. Well, I thought you were talking about the movie. Well, there's a little. There's a, like a hollow. Okay. I, the guy may have bought it and turned it into hunting land, but back when I was in school, it was just a hollow. I had some relatives out there. And the story was like, if you went on, on the bridge and turned your lights off, you'd hear like a baby crying or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's really just a good way to make out with your girlfriend. You get out <laughs> on the
1: bridge somewhere, turn off
0: the lights, you know? That's yeah. just the excuse. That's just the story to get her out. There. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's see if we hear a baby
1: at sleeping on bridge. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's probably something along those lines.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah probably.
0: You guys oh got another
1: gosh.
0: one? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hear it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're not making out, okay? <laughs> Easy. Easy. If your hands right. you have some toenails to paint right now. <laughs> I, got, I got another one that's pretty good. I mean, okay. I, I'm willing to double up and go again if you All want right. me to. All right, you want to go one more? And yeah, then, and uh, then and I'll, I'll, I'll do my last one. Finish, finish up. Should All right, because I like this one. It's very short. This is from Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, my Hill.
3: goodness, that was so short.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. uh, in 1966, the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled Monday that Miss Laura Pendergrass was within her rights if she was really naked when the new preacher paid a call. So this preacher showed up over at this lady's house. Okay, now to, I've heard this story, or a story similar. Yeah, I saw a few this back in. <laughs> Early nineties about this. (laughs) Uh, This preacher, the dude, you know, to go to visit. Apparently, Miss Pendergrass hadn't been coming to church like she should, and uh, went and uh, found her naked and sunbathing in her backyard. Okay, Okay. and he called the police and reported her for you know being indecent. Did she have a privacy fence, or she's just Uh, out there? it, It says that the in the opinion of the court. Mrs. Pendergrass uh, was charged that she exposed herself on public property, but oh. the land was owned by her husband huh. and was posted as no trespassing. Huh.
2: So, so I, back, I. Oh, sorry. go ahead.
0: No, no, go ahead. How do
2: you own public land? It wasn't you're the government. Land. Oh, so it wasn't public.
0: Yeah. The preacher thought, it charged that it was. He said. Oh, that it got it. Got it. Went okay. All the way to the Mississippi State, Mississippi Supreme Court. Oh, Seriously, my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And what they ruled in kind of her
2: has a vendetta against <laughs> someone. All right, go ahead. Continue. Oh, was
3: his well, name Frollo? Yeah.
0: I can just see the, like, the Mississippi Supreme Court sitting there on the bench, you know, going through cases. And they're like, oh, we're taking this one. Yeah. yeah. This is one Bring where her we're in. Let proud. her prove <laughs> it. her <laughs> in. Well, it says that one of the guys probably said, "Hey, is she hot?" he <laughs> was like, "I don't know. Let's review the case and we'll find." This out. This may give us a little bit of insight. <laughs> Their ruling states uh, that the record fails to disclose why Reverend McDonald did not immediately turn around and leave. The opinion said the court noted that the minister stayed for thirty-five to forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So just <laughs> hanging out. Like, I'm gonna wait till the law gets here, ma'am. Don't move. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So he just want to be sure. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't in pop, public. In he wasn't as shocked as he seemed to be. Did um, he learn nothing from Joseph in the
1: back? In the <laughs> so, right. yeah, <laughs> <right. laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. So, anyways, that's uh that's wow. just a little shout out to Wiltz over there in Jackson. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's some yeah. kind of stuffs
0: going on over there. So, all right, I think we got enough time for one for more. One more, yeah, for one yeah. more. And I've been looking forward to this one because I'm actually familiar with this story. Okay. okay, yeah.
3: So this is labeled the Zimbabwe Aerial Elementary School UFO incident. Ooh. On September 16, 1994, 62 students, ages five through 12. While enjoying a mid morning recess in the playground of Ariel Elementary School, a private primary school located in Rua, a small town in Zimbabwe, allegedly witnessed three silver balls high in the sky. Apparently, it was
0: December. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's Christmas time in Zimbabwe (laughs) and all that. Yeah. What? Sorry. Oh, oh. (laughs) It's Christmas in Zimbabwe.
1: It's
0: a great Alabama song,
3: (laughs) by (laughs) the (laughs) way. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway, back to the story. Apparently, after appearing and disappearing three times, the UFOs made their way to the school, according to what witness? With one either landing or hovering, there's some disagreement over this, in an area made up of trees, thorn bushes, and bamboo populated by poisonous animals and insects, and off limits to the students. All the children told the same basic story, the consensus of opinion being that an object came down from a hundred meters from where the children were gathered at the playground's edge a small man or men alien about a meter in height with a scrawny neck large bulging eyes pale skin long hair and dressed in a shiny light-fitted black suit apparently appeared on top of the object on the ground then behind the object soon after the object lifted off at high speed and disappeared following the close encounter's conclusion some of the younger students, apparently believing they were going to be eaten, ran into the school, <laughs> frightened, and shouting for help. Okay. And so, apparently, like, 62 students saw, oh, yeah, it said that, all the same thing and were able to draw pictures of the same thing. And I was—I've never heard of this story before, Tanya, You said you—you you had some familiarity with it.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: a—I hate to admit it, like I'm a, a little bit of a UFO guy. Just no, let, no, me for, let me state for—let me state for the right. record, I'm I, a Bigfoot guy. You can be a <laughs> UFO guy. Not, let me—let me, let me just state for the record, like I totally believe in UFOs. Mm-hmm. I think there is ample evidence that they're out there. Now, I'm not convinced that it's extraterrestrial.
1: Okay. But oh, okay. I am,
0: it is my opinion that it is top secret craft. Mm-hmm. That our government and not just our government but other governments around the world oh, have. We know the nation of Zimbabwe has <laughs> Zimbabwe. all of the resources.
2: They have blind it. silver balls everywhere now.
0: <laughs> but this is a this is a really interesting story. Is I don't want to say it's suspect because no adults saw it. Right. But I mean Do you I don't think know. it was connected to Wakanda? Hey, you know what? Oh, it, it sounds oh, like it. Okay. Good That's points. a good point. I'm glad you brought that. Yeah, up. yeah could be. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I mean, hey, okay. Let's. How did they describe the the person? that was wearing a tight, fitting black suit. Yeah,
3: yeah, but tall Yeah, large. Right rise.
0: now, I can now, see King T'Challa. Well, they said he had light skin. Yeah, that's going to be. <laughs> that's <laughs> a hitch in the hitch in the storyline there, but. Yeah, I don't know. That's kinda of wild. It's kinda of crazy they could all draw the same thing. Yeah. And you would yeah. think sixty-three like elementary school kids yeah. couldn't get together and plot something like that. I was yeah. gonna say, yeah, you, know, you wonder how much of that is they can all tell the same story or and how much of it is, you know, somebody told the story and then they all tell the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's yeah. a you know.
2: telephone game that got way right. out of hand. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
3: and and to and to give some perspective, like I was watching a, a little like YouTube video uh-huh. that's sort of fleshing out this. and apparently there were 250 students there, and only 62 of them experienced this. The other ones uh-huh. didn't. Now, I don't right. know I, I wasn't there. I didn't like count the students, but apparently the students who did experience this still to this day ho- claim that it happened. They haven't like changed their stories or anything uh-huh. around right. it so.
2: So it's, what were those 62 students really doing that they were collaborating <laughs> and saying, okay,
0: yeah. they were denied, at a party. I think we established denied, this denied. there. at was party. And, and, well, they were out there on the schoolyard yeah. when it yeah. happened. I remember when I read yeah, that. Like, you know, that's, they, that what,
2: that's what they claimed.
0: Well, it sounded like the spaceship. Picked the worst possible place in Zimbabwe to land, <laughs> too. Right, yeah. Like it was like thorny with poisonous animals and everything. Well, like, right now I'm picturing you know a top secret you know government craft. It just like breaks down.
1: <laughs> you know, like
0: it was it was in Zimbabwe, but it was on a test flight over to some <laughs> hey Bob, somewhere you got right to yeah, get out and bang on the alternator with a <laughs> screwdriver <laughs> to get it back running. <laughs> yeah.
3: So to, to add just a little bit more uh, color to the story, apparently the older students who remained outside as the younger ones ran in uh, had a different take, maintained that the creature or creatures uh, intimated telepathically that humans were destroying the planet, polluting the environment, and that there would be dire consequences. One of them stated, one of the students, I think, stated that, they, that she had received a message from the Beans, that we are not taking proper care of the planet. Well, it was a p- the opinion of another that they that they want people to know that we're actually making harm on this world and mustn't get too technologed, 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 yeah. something like that.
0: Well, so. you're sitting inside your spaceship. Yeah. So yeah, to sort of confusion you got going is. on there, buddy? Yeah. 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 yeah if you think fossil fuels are so bad how about you share some of that energy and we won't burn it no more we'll we'll try to take care of everything a lot better thanks a lot Al Gore how about you fly back to your own planet and worry about your own environment I
3: gave you guys the internet wasn't that enough
0: yeah, that's kind of wild, you know. But I would say, like, out of all the claims that you could telepathically, you know, like <laughs> give as an yeah. alien, like, "Hey, you're destroying the planet," it's a pretty easy one. That narrative's yeah, right. been going on for a while. Now. Also, yeah. let
1: me ask you this:
0: You think that if the aliens were trying to tell us this, why are they telling this some random group of students? <laughs> exactly. stop at the, like- the White House, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, landing that thing on the South Lawn. You know what? How about on? China? Yes yeah. I mean yeah. they are burning yeah. enormous yeah. amounts of fossil
1: fuels. Go get on them. That's
0: a good point.
3: Yeah. That's a good
1: point.
0: Though yeah. back in, in 1994, well, yes, it
1: was 1994. Yeah. yeah, who do you think was burning through the most? Uh,
0: probably probably oh, yeah. yeah. Russian Russia. uh, uh, really No, right. no, no.
2: Obviously, it was Zimbabwe. Oh, uh, yes, of course, Zimbabwe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Zimbabwe. <Right>. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> All those coal plants in Zimbabwe, yes. That's yeah. right. Yep. So that was the story.
0: Well that was that was that was kind of fascinating. I mean, it, it is interesting. That. It is a good story. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, There's no preacher looking at a naked lady for <laughs> minutes. It's pretty good. It's yeah. Pretty good. And you know what? Again, you know, I have me personally, I have not seen any evidence of extraterrestrial life. But Let's just say that they are and they ever hear this podcast. Yeah. If you don't like us burning fossil fuels, we will gladly take free energy technology if you have something to share with us and not burn it no more. Well, let me come in behind you and say, listen, um, if that's an entirely tiny perspective, aliens, (laughs) I am friendly. (laughs) I welcome anything that you would ask me to do. Okay. If you're looking for somebody to kill. Well, anything. I mean, let's, let's. Let's discuss some probing. Yeah. (laughs) We need to to maybe, we need to sign some waivers on something. John's like, like I for one, welcome our new alien over. Just don't be shoving nothing up my butt. (laughs) All right. I just want to throw that disclaimer out there.
1: (laughs) I'm not going
0: to be telling y'all what y'all need to tell us like Tiny is. Okay.
3: (laughs) Let's go back to a previous episode of Earthalia, though. You know. How what price would it be to, to <laughs> yeah. probe you?
1: I, I don't know.
0: I don't know what currency they're dealing with, what the conversion rate is. We're really gonna have to think about that. Straight up
1: gold bars.
0: Ooh. Ooh. pure mm. gold, like elemental gold. I mean, how big's the probe? Three D. <laughs> right. Let's get that out of the way. Are we talking like drinking straw size? <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Because I would probably do it for her 10 gold bars
2: if you drinking drink straw. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: All right. There, you heard it, folks. That's you right. You don't
1: need to be an alien.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All you <laughs> need is 10 gold bars. And a drinking straw. <laughs> you can, you and maybe, can I mean, let's,
0: and... <laughs> I, let's find some like, you know, petroleum lubricant or something too. All right. I
3: mean, an extra
2: 20 minutes and uh, you set yourself up with an appointment. Yeah. There we wow. go. <laughs> But so
3: apparently, you have to fly to Zimbabwe. So that's that's true.
0: I mean, yeah. That's true. Yeah, you'll have to fly me there. You know, uh, I actually posted Sean's kidney uh, for sale on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> and they took it down. Yeah,
1: oh, I Aww. wonder if they would take down <laughs> the uh, ten gold bars. I think
2: they would take that down. I don't know. I, I'll Try find out later see. tomorrow. Ten gold bars is a lot of money, y'all. <laughs> oh, how how, how big are the ten gold bars? Oh, like yeah. your
0: standard Fort Knox size, oh, okay. like the ones you see in the movies. Yeah, yeah, like the ones yeah you see in the movies that are real heavy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In a nice, Samsonite briefcase. No, oh, you can't even pick them up, man. If there's <laughs> ten of them, I bet. I couldn't. I'm a weak one Carried by weak by, by weak carried by Rick Flair. Okay, himself. yeah. There we go. I like that. <laughs> uh, I could get on board with that. That's right. absolutely right. Oh goodness. Yeah. I'd take Hulk Hogan too if Rick's busy.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right.
0: So, okay, guys, we got a very special quick ad read. We want to thank our friends over at Cajun Curl for all they do for us. It's our sponsor. Check them out at www.cajuncurl.com. As if there's anybody left in the world who doesn't know you put www in first. It was developed on the jolly old Elm Bayou. The retro Elm oh, Bayou. okay. All right. <laughs> yes. yes. I like that even better. I like that even it's better. It's been there a while, yes. Yeah, yeah. Down in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. Yeah, ZM. yeah, gotcha. You can order the spice there, and you can get their Cajun Curl chip cutter for potatoes. Check them out. You can use their promo code, which is EOP10. You can get a 10% discount, as Tiny says. We want our listeners to buy the spice, but we don't want you to pay full price. Something along those lines. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you feel patriotic, almost like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson had a baby, and that was you. While you enjoy your meal, it's all natural and it's low salt. It has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by you blended spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Once again, CajunCurl.com. Use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. All right. So, for community news this week, we are going to talk about the Retro Rewind podcast. That's right. I've met. Francisco in a Facebook group. Okay, when I think it, they were having every Friday, they were doing the podcast
1: spot.
3: Yeah. What? So what happened was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were, and I was telling Paul this recently that they were, uh, yeah, the group was saying uh, spotlighting different podcasts it was every Friday. I forget. Yeah, it was exactly. like every
0: Friday they would spotlight a podcast,
3: yeah. and so they spotlighted you guys or a podcast, mm-hmm. and but they they asked a question in the post. And I didn't realize it was a spotlight of you guys. I thought you guys were just sort of the the front image. And right. everyone was supposed to respond to the question about your own podcast. So I responded about the Retro Rewind podcast. And then went back <laughs> yeah. later and saw, no, it was about you guys. And so I apologize in the comments. And yeah, I
0: posted a gift of uh, V from Vendetta saying, it's my turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're hijacking, hijacking my friend. Uh, yeah, man, don't steal my shot, <laughs> dude. I,
3: I felt so bad. And, yeah, I, I apologize. But.
0: And I gave Francisco a heart. And keep in mind, I'm just like a stranger on the internet. Yeah, so yeah. he probably thought I really was mad, but I really was just having fun with him. Like, I, I got I
1: this.
2: Got, I'm right I got that. Am mad at me? Okay, good. I'm glad. The thing but, is, uh, is, he's done that to 20 other podcasts. Oh, my <laughs> I mean, You guys are the only ones that responded. <laughs> Don't give away my
1: tactics.
0: <laughs> but I will say that me personally, I am a sucker for nostalgia. I used to love I love the 70s. I love the 80s. I love the 90s stuff on VH1, and mm-hmm. I like to watch old movies and play old video games. And so I got into listening to the Retro Rewind podcast myself, Aww. just because it's fun to, you know, listen to commentary about you know old movies that some of them you remember well, some of them maybe you don't remember
1: well, mm-hmm. right?
0: And we just got to talking, and we had the idea, and I was like, hey, you know, maybe we should work on some kind of cross-promotional episode. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was you, Francisco, that had the idea of doing like a retro news story show.
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And it's been a blast. We thank y'all so much for joining us.
3: Thank you, guys.
0: uh, I mean, plug your show. I mean, I've tried to do all I can. Everybody out there, I really enjoy it. (laughs) That's what I'm
3: saying. But if if y'all have anything to
0: add to that, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll just clarify just one more time that, yeah, we, we cover movies, some video games, uh, not as many as we'd like, but movies, video games that are 15 years or older, so there will perpetually be mov- more movies <laughs> as the, it ages. We just celebrated our sixth year of doing it. Uh, we come out every wow, other congratulations. Week. Thank you yeah every other week, and yeah we have a lot of fun doing it. We have a rotating guest host, so yeah, this last time it was you guys, but it's it's different pretty much every time, but me and Paul are pretty consistent,
2: yeah, I'm here <laughs> Yeah, I've been told by everybody
0: out there that consistency is the key, yeah you know yeah, yeah. It's podcast growth
3: that's what people say, yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. I'd like to be inconsistent, but hey we, we try.
0: Eh, Well, you guys do a good job. You really do. Thank you. you. You're both really Uh, great uh, guys, and I'm glad that you had us on your podcast, and we had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to
3: have you on ours.
0: And I got to say, I
3: I really enjoy your guys' show. It's a lot of fun. Like I I have a, a second job that I work where I'm just cleaning stuff, so it's nice to have podcast where I can just laugh and you guys make me uh, lol often
0: so well, thank you. Yeah,
3: good. That's our goal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're big LOL guys. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big LOL guys. <laughs> awesome. So thank you guys again. No, thank you.
0: Thank y'all. Thank you so, much. Thank you right. so much for yeah. coming on our thought. And we would love to do this again at some yeah. point in the future uh if y'all are game because yeah, I've right. had a blast tonight. Yeah. Right, yeah. And too. I've learned a lot. I've you know really? Kind of well, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. I've never, this is my first and only Google Hangout I've ever participated That's right. <laughs> in. So, you know, I'm glad for, it went okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been great, you know, having y'all on and podcasting together and, you know, learning about stuff that I should know about, but I don't know about because, you know, I live in rural Alabama. That's right. We don't have. Fancy hey, things. No, like we got to crank up the generator just to do our stuff <laughs> <job. laughs>
2: But you have the internet. and There's too many things on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thank you all again. And yeah. uh, where can people find you?
3: Just uh, retrorewindpodcast.com. Pretty much has all our links. Uh, you can find me personally at FXRUIZX on Instagram and Twitter. And Paul, how about you?
2: And People can find me at pauljpowers.com. I have all my uh, social media links on there. You can contact me that way. All right. All right. Well, Thanks. thank you all so much. Yes, yeah, thank, you thank you so you. much. You have been
0: listening to another episode of the Earth Oddity Podcast. But thank you so much for joining us. Where you get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, uh, Podcast, I podcasts. guess that's Apple Podcasts, that's all right. those other podcasts. apps. We're on them all, yeah. We're there, yeah. We're there anywhere they'll let us in. We're not on Pandora yet. Oh, we're getting there, though. But we're getting there. That's right. If you would like to email the show, you can email us. We are earthodity at net. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, because sometimes we post pictures, you can look at those. That's right. We do every once in a while. Underscore earthodity. It's like a crapshoot, you never know what you're gonna get on. If it. you want to follow <laughs> us on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, we could tweet. You yeah. never know. it might tweet out one day. At underscore Earth Oddity. <laughs> That's right. And we've also got a phone number. What's that phone number, John? It's 662-493-2059. What's that number again? 662-493-2059. Call now. That's right. Call right now. Operators are standing <laughs> by. You want the 1999 <laughs> deal, you got to call right now. Everybody out there, we hope you all have a great week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing on. Yeah, love you guys. Bye. Bye. All, right. all right. Cut. <laughs>
3: This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
2: Yeah. Any pickups before I stop? Um, what's a pickup? No, that's what you haul
0: wood in from the hardware store. You don't know?
1: No, leave. Act like it's your first day podcasting.